So let's everybody warm up, get to it. Hey, I'm gonna take it a step further. For like two months, I've been using those Nespresso's. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm that's, gonna. I'm, that's not even like, say it. That's not even real coffee. It, what? Yes, it is. It's real coffee in there. I know. I know. Oh, um, is I'm, it really not? No, it is. It is. Slap in my face. But you just have to mix it with something. Like you have to. Do you mix it with water? Yeah, I mean it's a straight up shot. All all it is, it's basically an espresso shot in a pod. Yeah. So you can do it can mix with water, you can make an americano or it's got like a milk thing attachment and it'll make a latte, although ours isn't working for some reason. It's 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 making like a I don't even it, it can't even produce a flat white. It's a hot mess. Um What does it sound like? You want you want me to make the sound? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it really does that like it's hurting on the inside <laughs> and i just look at it and i and i say things to it like it's okay i know you're okay keep pushing buddy it's like Ugh! and then it splatters out like four drops of milk and i go what thank you <laughs> you tried hey you know what thanks for your service thanks for your service i salute you participation award you get something yes so, speaking of getting something... Out of um, this podcast? Out of, out of this podcast. <laughs> this is like a perfect setup. I feel like we planned this, but we didn't. Um, so, our, um, our amigos, uh, Daniel and uh, Suzanne, are both um, out and about, unable to do the recording this week. But Julian and I decided we'd move forward... And um, and I don't know what we're doing because Julian has the plan. <laughs> this could go anywhere. Well, no, anywhere. There, there is a plan, but the, I, I'm I just do, not privy to it. I do have a plan, sort of. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about um, how how we just in general treat people. I know this seems very generic, but um, let me grab the book. This is no book endorsement, but... Are you talking about the Bible? No. That too. <laughs> we definitely need one of those. I've been a... So I've read Before You Vote by David Platt. We're not endorsing David, although we do endorse some of his books. It's really good content. Um, but there was at least a page or two that just got me thinking about, in general, how we choose to treat others around us. And, and I know that seems like such a generic question, that has a pretty simple answer, which is everybody would say, oh, I treat people well. I treat everybody well. Um, but I'm not sure that's really always the case. And and the other thing I was thinking is, to what degree do we choose to treat people? It's, it, think of it like this. Do you, do you sort of rank people on some sort of scale in the back of your head that you don't even think about? And then treat people accordingly to that scale. Or even prioritize how you would treat people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you ask that question, the first thing you say is, absolutely not. I treat everyone the same. Nah. It doesn't matter. But yeah, see, you're honest enough to even say, nah, I don't do that. Yeah, if you really ask, I mean, that definitely caught myself being like, uh I mean, sometimes, and I'm not trying to derail you as you're trying to even kick us off, but when no, there's, this some, is good. there's sometimes where, you know, like, 
there's been someone that's wanted to, um, um, you know, talk to you and just kind of like they keep talking and talking and pretty soon, you know, like you're, you're starting to lose your interest and you're like, Hey, I kind of want to just get out of this conversation. And then next oh. week, next week, if you see them, you're like kind of avoid them on purpose. Cause you don't want to get trapped in a conversation. Maybe. Totally. Um, I mean, that's, I hate to say it cause that sounds terrible, but I think that does kind of happen. And that's in line with what you're saying. Dude, this is, this is all right. This is so online. It's almost like you had a camera on me for the last <laughs> 72 hours because this scene has continuously played itself out. I'm, I'm really, since the last 72 hours, multiple times after I've kind of had this thought and read through some passages that seriously convicted me, uh, I'll let you turn there. I'm going to Luke 6. Okay. Um, uh, but j- just just that thought alone has has driven me to think about how how I kind of prioritize how I treat people which is a is a really is a really pathetic thought because that's definitely not the way Jesus uh has set it up nor what he's called us to do you know he's called us to have great mercy and great compassion um you know so it is like this story that he tells the lawyer that I was talking about a couple of Sundays ago that he that he relates to the lawyer when the lawyer asked him um, um, how he could have eternal life. And he tells the lawyer, this is in, I think it's in all the Gospels, but it's in Luke as well. Um, he asked him, well, what, what do you know? Like, you know the scriptures. And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Right? He tells that story. And in that story is the Good Samaritan who sees the man on the side of the road and helps him while the Levite and tax collector don't. And at the end, he says, which one was my neighbor? And he says, oh, what well, was the one who showed mercy? Right. Uh, some versions say compassion. And earlier in the text, it says mercy. And, you know, from that, you, 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 you get an insight into how the Lord thinks about how we should treat others. Because if you think about it, as far as the text goes, because it's a story, right? Neither of those three people knew the man who was left half dead face down or face up. You know? Right, right. They it, didn't know if he was a Christian. They didn't exactly. know his background. They didn't know if he's a good person. Exactly, exactly. So, and, and you know, the, the way we kind of, I don't say you, but the way sometimes I think about mercy, and that's what that story got me on this kind of trail. Um. The way we think about that, if you put yourself in those shoes and you are um, those people passing by, I mean, if you think about it, like we do today, I'm pretty certain they had something going on. Like Jesus kind of leaves the story open so that we can later kind of lay conjecture down to, to just question what's happening in the story and how he wants us to behave. But if if this were real if there's a real levite and a real tax collector and a real good samaritan if that were if the story is is real or if it's a metaphor either way it doesn't matter do you think that the levite had nothing going on right when he sees the man is he really have nothing else planned for the day <laughs> you know there's right. no doubt that as he's going along he's got plenty planned and he's like oh i got to you know my wife's sick i got to get home and then he kind of prioritized maybe sick wife, guy laying on the ground. I got to keep moving. You know, that's possible. You know, we kind of villainize those guys. And I think, I think, I think there's a stark contrast there on purpose, but yeah, I think we're meant to villainize them. Exactly. 
But then when you put yourself in those shoes, I think, man, how many times could I have possibly helped someone? Um, but I had something else I had to do. Like there was oh, yeah. some other place I had to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, um, unfortunately, I think that we are the villain also in the story because there's so many times when you think about how many times that you've helped someone and you actually mentioned this when you're talking to other, or I think you were doing something like at church, but anyways, mm-hmm. um, when you think about when, how much you've done it, um, like help people just kind of random acts of kindness when people needed help. But then you think about all the times that you know you just passed by someone. You know, it's raining on the freeway and the car was pulled over with its emergency flashers on. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh man, it's pouring rain. I'm sure they have AAA. And you just keep going. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm positive everyone on the freeway has AAA because I don't stop for anyone, really. Unless it's an awkward situation where I feel like somehow like obligated to. Like it's a, you know, it's an elderly person outside of their car waving me down for help. Then I'll be like, oh, this person needs my help. And then I'll yeah, stop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said <laughs> apparently everyone has AAA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. In your estimation, they all do. You're like, everyone does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, see, look, we should even stop on what you said because you made a really good point about surely somebody else will stop because I've said the same thing. And, and there have been, you know, good, loving people in my life who have encouraged me to do the same. Like, oh, you have babies in the car. You don't want to stop. You'll put them at danger. The Lord wouldn't want you to endanger those children. Now, now seriously, is when people will listen to this podcast and really tighten up and they'll be like, of course, right? Yeah. Kids. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but still, it. It's still someone to help right in front of you. And we're like, ah, some, somebody else will get this. But then you go back, if we go back to the Good Samaritan, you go, okay, Levite and priest. Well, did they think the same thing? Oh, some, somebody else will take care of that dude. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, somebody eventually did. But, but they passed him up, so... Yeah, but this, um, the story isn't like, is somebody going to stop? It's who is the person that stopped? Well, yes. that's, that's his neighbor. Yes. Right? I mean, that's, that's, that's who we are. We're supposed to be the ones that do stop. Yeah. The freeway example is the really easy example too, right? That's, I think it's easier to do that because it, it's, it's, so, it's so prevalent. All you got to do is get in the car and you'll pass eight people with a flat tire. Right. Yeah, right. Or you'll, and, and you'll just keep passing. You're like, uh, you know, if I keep doing this, it might take me 12 days to get to my destination. You know, like cer- certainly this is not what the Lord wants me to do. And this is typically where we enter in and we say to ourselves, you know, you could take a thing too far. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, there are times where you got to be like, eh, well... And half the time on the freeway, like, really, like, by the time you see them and realize what's going on, I mean, you don't have time to get over anyways. Um, so we can justify it, you know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I would have totally helped. Of course. we could, But it, even if you, if we go back to our example of the Good Samaritan, you know, I mean, think about how long it took for people to travel. Like, how long it took for people to get from point A to point B, right? Like, how long? Stopping to take a man to an inn or, or somewhere where he could get help and then making sure that he's okay. Like, how long did it take that guy out of his way? You really only wanted to safely travel 
you know, between it, when the sun was up, you know, otherwise you'd end up like that guy. Yeah. So no doubt that set him back like another whole day. Well, and, um, the, and the money, because he put him up in the hotel for, day, for oh, days. No doubt. Right? <clears throat> no doubt. I mean, when's the last time, I mean, I think everyone probably has something that they've done to just stop and help someone. But when's the last time it cost you a couple of days worth of like a hotel fee? <laughs> or something right Oof. i mean we're talking hundreds of dollars like have you ever helped a stranded motorist that was like oh man i'm you know i can't afford to fix this tire and you're like here's 200 dollars for a new tire just go for it like <laughs> i mean like th- yeah that's, that's yeah. a different level it, it's a whole nother level i'm with you it's 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 so that's what i said this is why i think we pump the brakes and go you could take a thing too far but isn't this isn't that story all about a man who took it too far <laughs> right in the other but, direction <laughs> exactly he took it too far the right way and jesus says this man like this guy this is the example of somebody who shows compassion this is the example of someone who's merciful like that's what he's looking for yeah that's it, crazy when you it, it really is. internalize it well. it is it is uh so hang on, uh, we can come back to this, but this this scripture right here is only going to make it worse. Uh, <laughs> okay. It, uh, yeah, only worse. Uh, so Luke chapter six and um, verse number thirty-five. Yeah. Okay, so it says, "But love your enemies, do good and lend." Okay, so I'm reading out of New King James. But this idea here, love your enemies, do good to them, and lend. He's saying you could let your enemies that you're doing good to, it's okay to let them borrow. And and then when you let them borrow, it says hoping for nothing in return. These are still enemies. And he says, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High. I think... If you just read that, it's crazy talk. <laughs> it's absolute crazy talk. And the thing is, we didn't even have to read all the verses. There are like, you know, eight verses above, which talk about just doing this, loving your enemy, doing good to people who um, are going to persecute you and do bad to you. If somebody strikes you on the te- cheek, turn the other cheek. This one kind of culminates it. But he says, love your enemies do good to them be willing to share with them lend to them and it's not even lend it's really just give it away because it says hope for nothing in return that is the behavior of someone who really is looking to treat their neighbor like themselves because that's what we will point and he says you do this and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the most high. And then this last sentence, Jesse, this last sentence, <laughs> I'm telling you has kept me, this thing kept me up last night. I'm not kidding. This is brutal. <laughs> it says, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. What does yours say? I'm sure you're not New King James. Do you have a different version? For he is kind to the ungrateful and evil. Yeah. They didn't even curb evil in another version. No. <clears throat> so I, I know that there, I know Paul 
tells us in Romans that um, that while we were sinners, while we were without strength, Christ died for the ungodly. But I think when we hear that verse, we're comfortable with the fact that he died for us, but we kind of skip the fact that we just got called ungodly. We go, well, not me. That's not, I wasn't in the ungodly piece, right? I, I was still good. He died for me. <laughs> but there's there's no way to dodge this, though, because it says he is kind to the unthankful and evil. And so we don't get locked into going, well, that's what he does, but not really his expectation. He says, therefore, be merciful just as your father also is merciful. Oh, man, yeah, for sure. Dude, yeah. it's actually one of those verses where whenever you get done reading, it, it makes you all tingly in your head and like your eyeballs and back because you're wondering, what do I do with this? This, this is extreme. But it's not to him. He says, this is actually how we do it. This is, we're, this is how we show mercy. This is how I show mercy, so you should show it the same way. Wow. Yeah. I really just, I mean, because it's not like just he's expecting us to do something that is unreasonable. Like, he's done it. He was he walked on the earth, and he did it. Man, Jesus did it, and, and God did it, sending his son to this earth for evil people. I mean, it's for pe- evil people that Jesus Christ came and was crucified and put in agony, and the Father had to knowingly do that, which would have been terribly, terribly hard for him if he's, you know, if we're built in his image, at least, we have some inkling of what that would be like to do to your own son or daughter. Oh, yeah. Um, he did all that for the ungrateful and the evil. He loved his enemies because every single one of us is his enemy. Yeah. Some, sometimes. At some point. Yeah. Right? We right. started out that way, right? Right. I, I don't mean at birth. I mean, <laughs> at some point in time, we yeah. definitely. But luckily, when you're baptized became... as a baby, it got better. Exactly. Exactly. Really? We, we're going to have to strike that. We didn't mean it. <laughs> no, no. There's a disclaimer at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I mean, the point. Yeah. It's. It's crazy. Yeah, we didn't deserve it. But when you think about, yeah, back to the um, Good Samaritan, you know, who is who is the neighbor, right? I mean, the neighbor is someone who's helping. You're helping someone who, who is in need, someone yeah. who requires your compassion. Um, and who is that but, you, but your enemies, right? They fall into that camp. They need our compassion more than anybody. Otherwise, they're lost forever. Oh, say it, dude. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That that last point's super strong, Jesse, because like sometimes this that's the only the only trace of Jesus that they'll possibly see. Sure. You think about someone who's just like evil nonstop, man. Or uh, it, they take it upon themselves to make enemies. Uh, there there be very few people who try to befriend them. Right, it at least on the side of the right, and I don't. Oh boy, I don't mean the far right or the right. Man, that came out wrong. I don't mean that. You meant the I left. Mean, I meant the left. <laughs> uh, I, you know, there will be few people on Jesus' side. Few people who really love the Lord. Um, only people who love the Lord who are going to be looking 
to really care about somebody. And that's because it's a mandate from Jesus. And, and we can see it's, it's not just doing it because he said, do the thing, but it's that verse 36, you say, oh, wow. Like, be he, merciful, even as your father yes. is merciful. Yeah. And like you said, he was merciful to me because we never, it's, it's like, we are never the Levite. We're never the priest. Until we read it and we go, oh, wait, I am the Levite and the priest at the same time. I'm both. And then you say, oh, he was merciful to me. And so the the most unloving, unkind, evil, and this is evil, dude. It doesn't even say like just slightly uh, uh, bad tempered, you know, <laughs> right. or, <laughs> grumpy. This right. is evil and you think about people who really are evil mm. I, I you know you you think back to like noah and the ark it says that the the problem with the people of the time it says that their thoughts were evil continuously like i can't even imagine that kind of craziness that it like if you step out of your house in carnation you're like oh the air feels great out here somebody just comes up and punches you in the face and they're like i hope i broke it right that's evil <laughs> <clears throat> you know, somebody, you're, you will go to walk your dog, somebody shoots it and they go, ha ha, and run off, you know, like evil people. But those are actually the people that you're trying your best to show compassion to, right? Because yeah. this is, this could, this might be their only view of Jesus. Oh, that's, that's so, that's, and that's so difficult. And there's no caveats in it. It's no. not like you love your enemies unless they deserve the death penalty. It's not love your enemies. Like there's no condition on it. No. And, and I mean, just saying that alone, I think some people might get in hackles about it because like surely there's evil people that deserve like just the worst, you know, treatment or, or just whatever, like um, whatever they get, they deserve and mm-hmm. all sorts of things that we could think and say. But Jesus doesn't carve out exceptions, unfortunately. I mean, he, I, I mean, when you read this whole section out in chapter 6, I mean, even all around this, you see that there are no carve-outs for this. I mean, it gets worse the more you read all Yeah, of it does. It does. <laughs> it, you're right. It only gets it only gets worse. And it can get better. Yeah, yeah, better. It only gets better. <laughs> to the point where he calls us out just to make sure that we're listening, like in verse 43. Um, for a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, or do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. Listen to this. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. And... And one of the reasons, because, you know, this is a section that sometimes we'll just kind of take out of context to talk specifically. Like he says something similar again in um, in Matthew 7. And sometimes I think we are, yeah, in Matthew 7. And we pull that out of context to just say, look, see how people are hypocrites. You got to watch out for them. Not a, but he's just said this after he's telling us how to treat people. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's it's almost like I've told you how to treat people. And just so you know, you won't be able to fake this. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, just just so you know, uh, we're everyone will know that you're bad. You're bad fruit. So if you if you want if you want to to really treat people as they should be, if you really want to show mercy, then you won't be able to fake it, and it'll be completely obvious. Because I love the, this last sentence in verse number forty five: "For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks." Like, we'll know if you had a changed heart or not. Or better yet, we'll know if you allowed God to change your heart or not because of the way that ultimately you'll act. Like, out of your mouth. Like, it's going to come out eventually and, and you know, your actions as well. And we'll be able to know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. And if you back up to verse 32 in the same chapter 6 here, Dude. This, this is what kind of haunts me sometimes, too, is that and, and this, I think, is kind of how you started the conversation a little bit, Julian. But it says, if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? Mm. For even sinners love those who love them. Yeah. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. Right? Like, I'll just tell you a quick story. Like, um, this summer, I went to a beach with a couple of friends and my family and... Um, I ended up parking our Subaru um, off the shoulder of this road because the parking lot was full and we had to park off the shoulder. I parked my car too far off the shoulder and it kind of like there's an embankment there and I kind of parked it where it's at this angle and um, I was like, oh, I got an all-wheel drive Forester. It's got new good tires on it. You know, oh, it'll, be, it'll be fine. You know, a little overconfident maybe. <laughs> but I actually really did think it'd be fine. But then, you know, so we had fun at the beach. It's time to leave. Um, oh, this is an important part of the story. On the way back, walking to the car, me and an, another buddy of mine, we were walking back because we both had cars kind of in a similar area. And um, and there was this truck, like a four-wheel drive, like Toyota. It was a little bit like a beat-up truck. It was like a four-by-in truck. And there were some people in there that, you know, kind of seemed like they were hicks. Mm-hmm. And a comment was made, you know, and kind of like a little bit of fun was poked or something like that about the locals there, and um, which shouldn't have been. But mm-hmm, it was. Mm-hmm. And then I get in the car and try to pull out of the thing. And, like, the tires on the low side just spin. And the whole tire sucks farther down the embankment. Oh, and the car is, like, at a 30-something degree angle sideways. Like, no one, the front tire was almost coming off the ground. And um, and so I, I couldn't go anymore. It's like, if I hit the gas again, I'm going to go all the way down this embankment. Oh. And so, um, so my, my buddy that was walking with me, he goes, oh, man, do you, are you stuck? I said, yeah, yeah, for sure, I'm stuck. It's, I've got to get someone to help pop me out of this thing, and I know exactly who I'm going to get to do it. And <laughs> I went back to that exact truck and, like, walked up to those guys, and I was just like, hey, told them the situation. And they're like, oh, yeah, man, no problem. We do this all the time. We always go out floor buying and stuff. This stuff's, like, easy. Literally, what? in the back of their truck, they had toe straps just laying there. Like, already in the truck. Like, it was just like, <laughs> they, they pulled no up way. in front of me. And, like, we wrapped around the front, and they just, like, tugged and pulled it out. You know, a little production, but no biggie deal. They were super happy. They're like, oh, that's great. You're, you know, you're, you know, lucky we're here because otherwise, you know, like, who knows what could have happened. You could have rolled your car over. And, um, but they, you know, we made, they were happy to help. Like, you could tell that they found joy in helping us. And yeah. I was super thankful that they helped. But, like, yeah. these are just people, like, doing good things to people that are probably good people like we're just helping each other just because that's kind of what humankind should be doing i think most people intrinsically understand this yes right yeah but that is not 
like them going up and above and beyond. That, that's not them doing this, loving someone who hates them, right? I mean, I'm certainly thankful as the recipient of their kindness and their grace, but I mean, this is at a totally different level because we could, if, if we were the one helping someone, we pat ourselves on the back and be like, wow, I, oh man, I'm so glad I was able to do that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the good Samaritan. Um, you know, so anyways, it's just like you, you, you want to give yourself the kudos, but then you only do that when it's convenient, when it's easy and when it's nice and then pat yourself on the back for it. Absolutely. Man, that's a good story. Cause you know, (laughs) they, they, they didn't, if, if they did look at you and judge you in, in some way. Uh, just notice this chapter gets into judging. It's awesome. It does. But, but if they had looked at you and said, "Man, look at these boys. These little corporate boys with their <laughs> with, their, with their tight blue jeans and their tapered <laughs> bunch of hipsters," you know, may, maybe they thought that. But then again, maybe not, man. You know, may, it, it, I love what you said. They just had the toe straps in the car, and they're like, "Yeah, we do this all the time." In other words, like we're looking for good opportunities to help people. We're looking for it. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, if you gave those guys all day long, it just sounds like they would have done that all day long. Yeah. They found great joy in helping people. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. It was humbling, too, just because, you know, we'd made fun of them. Um, absolutely. Moments before, which, <laughs> you know, I'm ashamed to be saying in public, but we are all human and they think that we do this. <laughs> this is often a podcast of confessions yes yes so it's all it's and see all how i'm trying to let myself off the hook even as i say, think about me saying that out loud because i'm like i'm sure everyone does this that's why i told the story but then yeah like, oh, no no i just i mean i did it <laughs> i don't yeah. know i don't know if everyone else does it i just need to take ownership of that <laughs> yeah no i think that's right and see it's, it's a good point because it's it's that sort of foundation where where you see it and you're you're thinking, you know what? This teaches me like what giving is. I, c- I can look at them for the, like, I don't need to look at myself for an example. I'll look at these guys, the guys I made fun of and say, no, no, they are the example. And and pattern after that. And, and isn't that funny? Because if, <clears throat> I'm not making fun of them either, but if they were the only people like themselves at uh, like at the beach that day and everyone else, you know, it was like you and I nearly said the other guy's name. They're like you and, <laughs> and, and everybody else who was at the beach that day. Uh, they would have been kind of the ones that stuck out or the ones that were different. And so is the story we just that we talked about. Right. Because isn't the Samaritan the one who was hated? Wasn't the Samaritan the one that. No one would have wanted to be around or that all those men would have scoffed at. And let's let's be real. The man who was lying down on the ground, who was half dead, if he had been awake, <laughs> right? That's what you're he, saying. <laughs> exactly. He might have scoffed at the Samaritan himself, right? Like, Don't touch me. And who knows? Because yeah. someone, someone else will come along shortly, I'm sure. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure a priest or a Levite will come along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't touch me, a nasty Samaritan, right? And regardless of that position, he he puts everything on the line. Like you started out with super important. Like he he put his cash on the line, definitely his time on the line. And for sure his safety, because 
I mean, we're, if somebody robbed that guy, they could have just baited him, right? He could have been like getting ready to pull a fish off a hook. They could have been around the corner waiting on him. Who knows? You know? <laughs> right. uh, yeah. But it's, it's those individuals, the ones who are just a little bit different, that God is calling us to be like, that Jesus is reminding us that that's that's what we need to do and then he's called us to be different so like that's that's that should be us but i think it's it'll take radical steps again sounds like another plug for david platt it will take radical <laughs> ah that's radical the, is the name of one of his books by the hashtag, way hashtag and we're hashtag not we're not radical. sponsored really so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, pl- I, I plan we, on I plan on forwarding this to David Platt after we're done. Yeah. I mean, if someone did want to sponsor us, I mean, we wouldn't say no. But That's right, I'm David saying, Platt. David Platt. If David, you're listening, hash, hashtag David Platt. Um, yeah, I think if if we really choose to step out and be the people he's called us to be, to really end up being good fruit. I mean, once we. That's why I said it kept me up at night. Once we lay down in our beds. That's typically the time where you're alone with you and the Lord. And like, it's almost like your most vulnerable moment, right? There's no other distractions, just you. And, and you know, for sure, if you're really trying to pattern yourself to be good fruit or bad fruit, like, you know, what all your opportunities were and, and it's not even opportunity because you're trying to fulfill some sort of checklist, right? Cause you're not going to get to heaven and they go, okay, it looks like you helped 30 out of 35 people. It's pretty good, Jesse. Come right on in. Enter into the joys of the Lord, right? Right. But it's kind of like it talks about at the end of verse number 45. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. It's just a heart. It's, it's more like a heart condition than it is the task that you fulfilled. Because if you have the right heart, I'm not saying that you won't miss some opportunities. And I'm not saying that to let us off the hook. I'm saying because you just flat out may not see them all. Right? Right. Um, but if you see them, you, you either will cash in to help them or you'll you'll do like you did and you say, you know what? I won't miss it next time. Yeah, for sure. Well, and think about the times that people have helped you. I mean, I just told that story, but... I mean, there's a handful of things like just off the top of my head that I think about. Like one time I got lost in the woods with a friend and like my dad and some other people, some other of the adult guys, like they came out and they found us in the dark because we were like stuck. Um, oh. Another time where, you know, like this, these people pulled me out of that ditch. Another time where a moving truck that me and my wife were in got stuck in the snow and someone helped pull us out of that. Oh. Like, you, you count on your fingertips, like, like big events that were pretty scary for you. Um, where someone helped you out and you'll, you'll really always remember that. Yeah. Like, man, those people were there at the right time. Like, I think God sent them. I mean, that's another common thing that you actually hear. Absolutely. Um, and you know, that could very well be true. Right. Cause a lot of times these things happen right, right after you pray, like something happens and then all of a sudden someone pulls up. <laughs> it's crazy. Exactly. It's yeah. crazy that it works. Um, but you think you remember these people forever. And, and as Christians, we are meant to be set apart from the world we should be the ones that people remember for going out of their way and going above and beyond and doing crazy things to help when no yes. one else would have had any business going to those lengths to help in such a dramatic fashion. That Amen. should be our norm. And yeah. and I'm so glad that you brought this verse up because 
I mean, this is a goal to aspire to. We need to remember this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, I think that that gets us where we need to be for the night. But thanks so much for bringing up this topic. I think you can spend so much time spinning on this for sure. Oh, Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. For him who knows to do good and doesn't do it, it's a sin. That's what the Lord said. So let's just take opportunity, man. It's all out there. And it's good ways to show people who Jesus is. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Another episode of Seeker, and we'll be putting more out. So stay tuned. See ya. Peace. Seeker. Seeker. You know, one time what we should do is just...